Okay, you guys heard that, right? Yeah, sounds like it was coming from right behind you. Not funny. Guys, get it together. We're trying to do a podcast here. Hey, booze. Welcome back to another Boo Busters podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing zombies, werewolves, and vampires. Oh, my. (laughs) This one's going to be kind of silly, but you know what? That's okay, because... It's October, so some things in October are a little silly. Yes, happy October. It is October October 1st today while we are recording it, but I think you guys are going to be seeing it on October 13th? No, the 6th. No, wait, yes, the 13th. Oh, my God. I'm a little (laughs) frazzle-dazzled. Yeah, so you guys are going to be seeing this for another week or so. Week or two weeks almost. But it is October 1st, and today was a wild day for all of us. Mine was okay. (laughs) what's that like bobby (laughs) oh you know just same old same old living the unemployment life oh honey yeah but you had your interview the other day yeah i didn't get it oh you didn't yeah they said i didn't have enough experience um bastards (laughs) what kind of experience were they even looking for they got someone with an associate's degree oh was it wait was it just because you didn't have yours or because you have like yeah. 24,000 years of experience. Literally. Yeah, you have literally like 15 years of experience in yeah. childcare, but okay. I know. But it's whatever. It's whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. It's the happiest time of the year. Yeah. I have my Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin cup filled with hot chocolate, and I have Beautiful. Halloween on mute in the background. Big mood. Maybe I'll put on a scary movie and do homework down here after this. Oh, that's cool. Maybe I'll put on a movie to give me some serotonin after this. Mm. Yeah. Possibly like Halloween Town. Halloween Town or I'm feeling like Scooby-Doo in the ghoul school, something around there. Then I'd have to get my DVD out and put it in the DVD Um, player. And that's just too much of an inconvenience for my life right now. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to explain what happened earlier, ladies? Dewey is a little fucking escape artist and decided to get out of his harness while we were in the middle of a busy parking lot after his class. And it was a little traumatic, just a little bit. We were literally in the PetSmart parking lot that's in like a massive fucking plaza. And he escaped and fucking sprinted like across the fucking road and almost got hit by a car, was refusing to come to us when we were calling his name and like doing his commands. Then I finally caught him and picked him up and he was like trying to squirm his way out of my arms the entire time we were getting him back in the car. Hubert, that's not good. He needs boot camp, essentially. <laughs> yeah, so I ordered him a new leash slash harness thing that Jack uses on power. And I mean, it's pretty good. I used it when I was there and he uses it on his big, like their family dogs and their big dogs. So yeah, he said it'll contain the dew, but. We'll test it out in the backyard a few times before we test him on any road. Because he wasn't even coming for a treat. Like, we had a treat and everything. He was not listening. Well, I don't got any excuses for you, Dewey. Don't do it again. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, don't excuse me. I can't back you up, Dewey. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that show is unacceptable, Deucers. On a happier note, I know we're going to be talking about it the week after this but uh we went on a little trip last weekend to salem massachusetts 
Honestly, that was some serotonin that I needed and I would like to get back to that. It was honestly the perfect trip and I wish we had like another day or two there. Yeah. I think even just like an extra day would have been sufficient. Mm -hmm. There's not really much you can do for like a whole like week or whatever, but. Yeah. That's the thing is there's not a lot of activities that you Mm -hmm. can do without like repeating some, like a lot of the museums are the same there and most of the stores are the same, but I just want to go back for the food. Like I want to go and eat at so yeah. many of the different restaurants because they all look so like cute and like trendy and I just want to go there. Like I really want to yeah. eat at the Ugly Mug Diner. Yeah. But. Well, that's something we put on the list for next year. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, we'll talk more about Salem next week. Good night, fatties. You'll be getting called out that episode. Me. I actually didn't really care for the cookie. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you didn't like the cookies. I love them. I thought they were a little too much for my liking. Yeah, yeah. too much flavor flav. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. I wasn't the, sure if it was supposed was to be nice. cinnamon or if it was supposed to be chocolate chip or if it was supposed to be. It was both. a weird mixture of both. It was supposed to be okay. coffee cake cinnamon. Cinnamon coffee cake. Because I tasted chocolate chip <laughs> with like a little bit of cinnamon. Yeah, it tasted like Captain Crunch, not Captain Crunch, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch to me. I could fuck up some Captain Crunch right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we had blueberries. Maybe I'll, or Frankenberries. <laughs> Maybe I'll fuck some of that up. Tell yeah, me you're hungry without telling me you're hungry. I only <laughs> had, was just complaining of a stomach. I only had peanut butter toast for dinner because I was anxious and apparently rightfully so. Quincy was right to be anxious today. <laughs> yeah. Who's so- Quincy. Yeah, for everybody who, who doesn't know, I started therapy because I'm mentally ill. And um, we all, honey? <laughs> my therapist, if she listened to this, she would be like, Emily. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, she told me I should name my anxiety so I can better learn to deal with it. So my anxiety is named Posey and Brooke named her Quincy because Brooke is going to be taking therapy from me. And yes. I'm learning from my therapist to teach her basically okay wait i feel left out what should mine be let's name yours franklin yeah franklin franklin, franklin. okay Posey, franklin and quincy the dynamic duo oh it's like <laughs> jackal and hyde clearly i don't know how to count <laughs> before we hop into anything i do want to give a shout out to two listeners i did a photo shoot for last week that what? said they listen to us on the regular it's a mom and son and i think that's so cool they literally go on a drive after the kid gets out of school to listen to us. And I think that's super cool. That's so um, cool. All five listeners we have, but they have, a, they have a timer and a count going for um, who drops the most F-bombs. And it's a tie between two people. Can we guess who it is? It would be Emily and Bobby. And I was like, oh, is it me? And, and, and they go, no, it's Emily. Yeah, I was going to say, it's definitely Emily. <laughs> but that literally made my day. I just Thank try that is so PG sweet of everyone. them that they do that for PG 13. <laughs> I'm trying to be family friendly and nobody likes me. <laughs> you have Emily going over here. Whale and Dick, my two favorite things. <laughs> no, we know who you know who likes me is Pat Green, Pat Grind. I'm sorry, bud. Whatever the fuck your last name is. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> he hasn't listened in a while. <laughs> 
Well, tell him he's getting a shout out. Because this week. you know what the thing is? He was working out and listening to our podcast to get him through his workout on the treadmill. And he hasn't been working out. So he hasn't been listening to us. Tell him, Patty Boo, you're getting a shout out this week. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell him. Catch up on those episodes. So thank you to our all of our five listeners. Um, the other two. Loyal, loyal family. <laughs> um amber and benjamin because benjamin. benjamin is made to listen benji boo come back benji boo he's working benji boo i need some benjamin serotonin in my life i know we have to do another um episode or two of midnight mass oh, yeah. sometime soon i was really happy it picked up on the second episode oh me too at the very end but still i'm hoping it's like continues yes sir yes sir yeah I thought it would be a fun idea if we did a question of the week. We could each choose a question uh, or one of us just chooses a question and we can chit chat a little bit about it. Just in case we haven't done anything exciting the week we can talk about. Um, But this week I thought it would be interesting to talk about what's your least favorite horror movie remake and why? Okay. I think I would say, I think Emily and I have the same answer for this. The Rob Zombie Halloween. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. That one (laughs) would be mine because I feel like they just, I don't know how to describe it, but Rob Zombie has like his, this way with movies where he like makes them like very over-sexualized and like kind of like dirty, gritty. I don't know. Like the people looked fucking dirty in that movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah, He made the mother a fucking stripper, didn't he? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like that, but that's not my least favorite one. My least favorite one is the one they came out with in, like, 2018, that Halloween remake. Oh, really? The one I'm watching right now. Yeah. Because <laughs> you want to know what fucking pisses me off besides Judy Greer? Literally, the fact that they are ignoring that Lori is Michael's sister. Yeah. It literally doesn't make sense as to why he's coming after her then. Like, you're completely getting rid of the second movie. In mm-hmm. like, it, they just changed the whole storyline, and it really pissed me off. And Michael did not fit his typical mo in that movie. He's a lot faster. He's a lot stronger. He's more aggressive. He kills random people for no reason. Like half the people in that movie, he kills. He ha- did not have a reason. They weren't in his way, and they weren't protecting Lori. So, goddamn, that was like a Gretchen Wiener's Julius Caesar speech right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm heated about it. I'm impressed. I thought about it. Yeah, he wasn't the strong, silent daddy that we know from the original. Do you, do you think yeah. he would have went after Laurie Strode if the doctor didn't, like, lure him to her? No. Because the do doctor think, is the What do you think he, he would have done? What's that? Didn't the doctor, like, make it on accident? Like, he like he escaped because the doctor was there yeah. taunting him about Laurie. And yeah, then he got out. purpose did it. Yeah, and then, like, brought him to her, like, at the end, like, near her. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So what do you think he would have done like in general? Because the next one looks brutal as fuck. Yeah. See, that's what pisses me off. That's not Michael Myers MO. Like he literally was only going after Lori in the first movie and in all the sequential movies from that series because it was his last blood relative and he didn't like he had made a pact with Satan or some shit like that. Yeah. Like that was his MO and that's his motive. And then, like, with Jamie and the, her kid, like, it was always going after his blood, except mm-hmm. for that. I mean, 
he kills uh, Laurie at the beginning of H2O, doesn't he? Uh, resurrection. Oh, yes. Resurrection. And but and then like he only kills those people because they're in his house. So like there was still that cat and mouse scene at the beginning with him and Lori. It just it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't Yeah, I get what you're doing. I get what you're saying. So mine is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. Exactly. No one should have. Remember it. I just have lots of lots of feelings about that one. Yeah. They made him look so weird. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Like, I don't <laughs> even know how to describe how they made him look. He looked like he looked like a fucking lizard. <laughs> Accurate, <laughs> though. I can Accurate. So what would you say, Booze? Comment on our Instagram post for this week what your least favorite horror remake is. Yes. Please and thank you. What's your real quick? What's your favorite horror remake? Just real quick, you don't have to give a why. I hands down know what mine is on the top of my head right now. I have you go first. Yeah, you go first. Evil Dead. Okay, that is a good one. I loved that movie. That is a good one. You know what movie I kind of like, and this is kind of weird, but The Last House on the Left. That's the one, right? That was a good movie. It was very hard to watch, but it was I like a good, a good revenge story. Yeah. I think, I don't really know if I've seen that many remakes of remakes, remakes of originals. Like, I can't yeah. think of any besides, like, the classics. Oh, so I you guess know what, I would, what's also a good one is the Friday the 13th. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say the Friday the 13th. One you have purple Friday. nipple placement, baby. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Did I say purple? I meant perfect. So, I'll be starting off our topics here with some zombies. Woo! Zombies are a reanimated corpse who usually look heavily decayed and are typically always on the hunt for brains and human flesh. Zombies are obviously dead, so how do you get rid of them? Normally, in order to defeat a zombie, you have to destroy their brain. Mine's already dead, so don't worry. Honey. (laughs) (laughs) No. Their origins date back to the times of the ancient Greeks as well as the 17th century Haiti. Some people believe that voodoo rituals play a part in reanimating corpses and turning them into zombies. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, understandable. All right, all right. Believe it or not, there have been some cases of zombies reported in a few medical journals. Not the zombies we see in pop culture, though. In the first case, a Haitian woman who was presumed to be dead was buried in her family tomb. However, she reappeared three years later. Okay, quick stop. That's like a real fear. Do you think that happens a lot, being buried alive? I mean, Um, that is one of my biggest fears. Not as often as it used to. Well, the fact that they used to... I'll just think back to the nun where they put bells. Mm -hmm. But the graves, like, that's terrifying. (laughs) That's why, one, I want to do that. But two, I'm not being buried underground. I'm going to have a mausoleum. And they're going to prop my body up. Because I am not going in the coffin. I've changed my death plan a little bit. <laughs> I think I low-key want to be um, cremated and then have my ashes be turned into a tree. I low-key would like to be, I don't, see, here's the thing. Cremation scares me too, because what if I'm alive in there? Oh, honey. Well, maybe it'd wake you up really fast. <laughs> Just like, I feel like I would rather be cremated than buried because one, nobody's going to come. I mean, then you can put my, 
ashes in the ground, I guess, because who's going to want a dead person's ashes in their house? Me. But I just, the thought of being, I'm claustrophobic. So the thought of being put in a coffin and then lowered into the ground into a cement slab really fucking freaks me out. Yeah, that's understandable. But anyways, back to the girl. (laughs) When her tomb was investigated, they found it was full of stones. In another case, in 1962, a Haitian man named Clairvius, Clairvius? Narcisse was believed to be dead after having been in a coma due to respiratory issues. Lucky. He was buried and then resurfaced 18 years later. He approached Angelina Narcisse, claiming he was her brother. Doctors confirmed his identity as Clervius. Clervius, I don't like that word. <laughs> it sounds bad. Who claimed he had been found alive and was then dug up and made to work at a faraway sugar plantation. Poor dude. So oh, probably just wanted to be reunited with his family and they fucking make him go work at the plantation. <laughs> so like in theory, he had like gotten rung a bell or whatever and somebody found him. Yeah, essentially. Hmm. And they're considering them zombies. Yeah, because they like reanimated, quote unquote. Weird. Yeah. I don't it was know. like, I'm not. I don't understand the, um, the logic behind it either, but that's just what they say. Also, I was just thinking about those coffins that have the windows in them. Oh, those that are you do above ground. Yeah. I didn't know those were a thing. Would that yeah, make you are. feel better, Emmy? Google them. No, I'm not Googling them <laughs> because I don't want to be scared. <laughs> <laughs> Some examples of zombies in pop culture include the very popular George A. Romero films, the iconic Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Love it. Classic. That movie scares me. Same understandably not, not the sequel though that was trash um the zombie land films the super cheesy films zombievers which if you haven't watched that please don't watch expect it. much out of it but brooke did i watch if- that i don't know if you watched zombievers but you watched the next two that he's gonna mention um, it's it's good it's like one of those movies you're like it's oh, iconic have you seen this kind of like how malignant will be and zombies one and two also both iconic they're so I don't think bad I've that they're those. they're so bad that they're good i liked zombies <laughs> i did too i loved it <laughs> oh and tv shows such as i zombie first season was great and the walking dead i have maybe watched three episodes ever of the walking dead i just can't get into it the walking dead just needs to end i zombie was a great show benjamin and i had a wonderful discussion about it the other day and bobby <laughs> told us to shut the fuck up <laughs> Where i did I? I don't remember <laughs> we were watching midnight mass <laughs> oh and i, I was think like, i was joking <laughs> bobby's a boy yeah, I am. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I'll, I'll end it with my question here. If there was ever a zombie apocalypse, what would you do? I would fucking fight. I would be that bitch in The Walking Dead that fucking kills all the motherfuckers and saves the whole town. I oh, would outsmart girl, all of those dead bitches and I would be <laughs> blowing brains up and eating them for dinner. Why, wait, why would are die? you eating brains? You're not a zombie. I'm going to cook them. I'm going to cook them. What ass. else am I going to eat? The zombie apocalypse. Um, I don't know, but not zombie brains, you fucking freak. <laughs> mm. All I know is I'm gonna kick their ass. They don't fucking stand a chance. Honestly, 
I feel like this could go one of a couple ways for me. I would either straight up just unalive myself because I wouldn't want to deal with that. Or I would just try to fight. But knowing me, I would probably trip and get eaten. You're going to unalive yourself. I know it. Or I would just hide in my house and hope for the best. No, you're going to hide in your house. And then you're going to see one come. And you're going to fucking unalive. I would probably unalive myself because I just don't have the patience to deal with that. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'd probably get eaten by one. I probably wouldn't have a chance. Or I would just like, you know, fall on like something sharp before they could eat me and die. That's a mood. I could see that. If I ever became a zombie, I'd want you guys to kill me right away. I would shoot you right in the face. Thank you, honey. (laughs) That's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. That's what you have to do to kill him. Well, yeah, I would but kill you in a creative way. That's your bestie. You're just gonna do him like that, <laughs> Brooke. I'd I shoot you in the head too. <laughs> you wouldn't have to because I'd already be dead. <laughs> I'd already. I wouldn't do that to Benji Boo. I would do him Damn. in a respectful manner by putting a blindfold over him and shooting him from behind. Okay, so but how are you gonna his fate? How are you gonna get that close to him though to get the blindfold? <laughs> Because <laughs> he just got bit, so it's not like he's fully turned. It takes yet. a minute okay. or two. Okay, yeah. so he's he's still like in the transformation process. Yeah, low key. Okay. That's what he's most terrified of is zombies. Oh, Benji, oh, good to Damn, know. buddy. Thanks for giving me his weakness. <laughs> God, she's gonna use that against. We can't even watch like zombie movies or anything. Aww. he's like, no. Well, I'm how the okay. fuck did he watch I Zombie then? Well, that's like a funny show. I mean, true. <laughs> you forgot to mention one very important scenario of zombies. What, honey? Thriller! <laughs> What'd she say? Thriller. Oh. Thriller. That is pretty iconic. Are you ready for that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Werewolves, everybody, are up next. And depending on which legend you choose to follow, werewolves are described as either people who can transform into vicious and powerful wolves or people who can transform into a mutant-like combination of human and wolf. That got Brooke's nipples hard. It did, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Transform me, baby. (laughs) According to the legends, werewolves are bloodthirsty creatures who cannot control their tastes for killing other people and animals. And they normally have a longer lifespan and are quick to heal, although their kryptonite is usually silver bullets. So if you Mm -hmm. run into a werewolf in the middle of the night, make sure you have a silver bullet. Okay? Because probably totally something. Their origin and history dates back possibly to an old Western prose titled The Epic of Gilgamesh, where a man by that name turns down a potential lover because she had turned her previous lover into a wolf in a jealous rage. I mean... Same sis. <laughs> do what you need to do, honey. <laughs> In Greek mythology, werewolves made another appearance with the legend of Lycaon. According to this story, Lycaon, who was the son of Peliscus, not to be confused with Pegasus from Hercules, greatly <laughs> angered Zeus when he served him a meal that had been made with the remains of a sacrificed boy. In order to punish Lycaon, Zeus turned him and his sons into werewolves. So Zeus was not fucking around. He was not. He was not. 
Werewolves also appear in Nordic folklore. In the saga of Volsungs, a father and son discover wolf pelts that have the power to transform the person who wears them into a wolf for 10 days. They put them on and went on a killing rampage, which ended with the father attacking and maiming the son. The son ended up surviving the almost fatal wound due to a healing feather that was given to the father by a raven. So that kind of sounds like skinwalkers to me. Yeah, it does. Those skinwalkers be coming up and messing everybody up. Fucking skinwalkers. Skinny, skinny, skinny. Can't you see? (laughs) Skinny queen. Even though werewolves have been described in history as ruthless and bloodthirsty creatures, there are a lot of depictions of them not being that way. Take the werewolf romance novel trope, for example. (laughs) (laughs) Usually in those books, they are depicted as being extremely loyal and loving, although they can be ruthless if they need to be. Of course, there have been various accounts of real werewolves throughout history. One example was the case of Peter the Wild Boy, who in 1725 was found wandering naked on all fours in a German forest. That's the mood. Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) People thought that he himself was a werewolf or that he had been raised by wolves. He was completely feral. He ate with his hands and was nonverbal. And he was adopted by the courts of King George I and King George II and lived the rest of his life in England as their pet, which is kind of mean, I feel like. Like, that's so mean. Horrible. (laughs) That is fucked up. (laughs) Like, why? King George the one, King George I and King George II. Frick you. Y'all fucking suck. There are also some medical conditions that could cause people to believe that they are or that they have seen a werewolf. These include lycanthropy, which is a psychological condition that causes an individual to believe they are changing into a wolf, food poisoning, rabies, hallucinations, or hypertrichosis, which is a genetic disorder that causes excessive hair growth. (laughs) Yeah, it has that. No, he does not. Google a picture of that because (laughs) that shit's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make fun of anybody who has that, but that's like a lot of hair. I'm not Googling it. I'm too lazy to type that. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Turning phone around when you get it up. It. <laughs> Sorry to everyone who is suffering with hypertrichosis. <gasps> let me see. Let me see. That's low-key terrifying. Let me see. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. nasty. Yeah, daddy? Okay. <laughs> daddy? I, I mean, daddy? I mean, sorry. Sorry. Daddy? daddy? Okay. Anyways, some examples of werewolves in pop culture include the 1941 film The Wolfman, which paved the way to making werewolves become a pop culture icon, the Twilight Werewolves, the Teen Wolf movie, and then the show that came years later, which I actually fucking loved that show so much. Yes. The Ginger Snaps films, Professor Lupin and Harry Potter, the movie Cursed starring Christina whatever the fuck your last name is Reese's peanut butter cup. Um, I low key <laughs> love that movie. It's not scary, but I just love watching yeah. it. Alvin and the chipmunks meet the wolf man and Winnie the werewolf and the iconic Scooby-Doo and the ghoul school. Ooh, y'all get me in the spooky mood. Winnie the werewolf actually kind of triggered me. <laughs> um, so trigger warning for me but I used to have this (laughs) recurring nightmare about a werewolf when I was younger so you know how I live like 
back not like super back far in the woods but like in a wooded area mm-hmm. i used to dream we'd be like at the stream in the woods and we'd see one and start chasing us when you have to run to the house and i wouldn't be able to lock it in time and it would catch me and i didn't know what happened after that because i always woke up at the same time that's honestly all i want out of my life like if you're a werewolf hit me up please <laughs> but like i'm pretty sure i died oh <laughs> i wouldn't mind <laughs> like no he's going to sacrifice himself I used to have dreams, though, when we lived in our old house that I could transform into a werewolf. <laughs> so hashtag, you, could say, you could say I'm a hashtag wolf girl. <laughs> I'm the leader of the alpha. I'm the one to trust. Together we're in this back for life. We're in this back for life. Ow! Oh, werewolves, we own the we night. Own the night. <laughs> That was Brooke's yeah. favorite TikTok for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> the ones with the crusty white dogs. <laughs> There's like a whole chain of women. I fucking loved it. So now we're going to move on to vampires. <laughs> Wait, can we? Either like now or at the end when you're done with your section, can you please do that ringtone that you had on Bobby's phone for like <laughs> Yes, I was actually going to just do it without being asked. So when I was like, probably, I was probably like 12. Bobby had a phone that he would record ringtones, custom ringtones for everybody. (laughs) And for some reason, I think it was just when I watched Twilight for the first time with you guys Mm -hmm. or something, but I started singing, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire. (laughs) literally on repeat for my ringtone on Bobby's phone and then I would just call him and it'd be like I'm a vampire I'm a vampire <laughs> in my oh, she, mouth would, like, she would literally call him for no reason at all just like when he was sitting right there just to hear that <laughs> it's so funny and that is how we knew I had bigger pick me energy <laughs> literally had to listen to myself saying <laughs> Okay, anyway. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. That's literally (laughs) what I sounded like. (laughs) So vampires are classically described as supernatural beings who roam at night searching for unsuspecting victims to drink blood from. I'm Mm. going to suck your blood. Yummy. That's what they say. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I do not say blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yes. So funny. Sometimes, though, they do not ingest blood and just feed off the energy from others. They are typically described as immortal, but a stake through the heart, decapitating them or catching them in sunlight is usually the way to defeat these creatures. Wow, they sound like kind of easy to defeat there, guys. (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) Just show them some sun. They also cannot be detected in mirrors and sometimes can even turn into bats. That sounds like fun. Like with werewolves, though, there is a vampire romance novel trope that depicts them differently than the horror trope. The origin of vampires dates way back to the Romanian ruler named Vlad Dracula, aka Vlad the Impaler. He an earned icon. The, an icon? <laughs> Just kidding. No, she's not. He earned the nickname due to the signature way in which he killed his enemies by impaling them with wooden stakes. I'm pretty sure he also put their heads on those stakes in front of his castle. Yeah, he did. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like with werewolves and even zombies, there are plenty of superstitions about vampires being real. One such case was that of Mercy Brown. Mercy was a young woman who, along with several members of her family, died of tuberculosis in the late 1800s. People blamed Mercy and thought she was a vampire. Tuberculosis strikes again. 
the Phantom of the Megaplex strikes again. again. Maybe I need some of that kind of serotonin in my life. Best that movie scares ever. me as well. Especially when he's like, whoa, it disappears in the fucking <laughs> trash bag cloak. Like, literally, I, fucking makes me shit bricks. It scares me. I, I don't know why. Love that movie. Um, so Richard Chase is another example. He was a serial killer in the late 70s who was dubbed the Vampire of Sacramento because he liked to drink the blood of his victims. What a sicko. You know, I'm not going to lie. I've had a taste of my own blood and I kind of digged it. Ew. <laughs> when did the win? I don't know if I have a comment on that. You can never like bit in your lip or something and just suck. Yeah, the but blood I don't out. enjoy it. So one of my anxious ticks is I chew the inside of my mouth a lot. And so naturally my mouth bleeds a lot. And I sometimes get so deep of a little cut, I'll sit there and like suck it like a titty Ew, M. Honey, that's not healthy. <laughs> You're making me nauseous. No Sorry. wonder you shit so much. I also <laughs> all that iron. Like, I chew my. <laughs> I'm fucking cannibalistic. I will like <laughs> chew the inners of my cheeks, like the skin on my inside of my cheeks, and like I'm like, hmm, good soup, and then I eat it. <laughs> Emily's a feral person. <laughs> I can't. Like oh you guys God. don't just sit there and like chew at the skin and then swallow it. No. <laughs> what do you do with it? Spit it out, you fucking weirdo. You spit it out? You yeah, no, spit I out swallow. that delicacy? I swallow. Yeah, do you, Bobby? <laughs> I've never swallowed. I'm leaving. <laughs> I've never had that opportunity arise. So. <laughs> okay, so vampires? <laughs> vampires? Vampires, anyone? <laughs> so even now, people will sometimes call themselves vampires, and some go as far as to drink small amounts of blood. I, I think feel like there are sick people who... Yeah, I'm a vampire. I feel like there's low-key people who are sick and, like, fucking actually, like, drink cups of blood. I feel like I watched, like, a, a show about that before. Yeah, probably My Strange Addiction or whatever that show was. <laughs> Can we just talk about... I don't remember if this is what, what happened exactly, but that one time that... <laughs> Mom and dad made Emily hang out with, like, oh my god, we can't name drop, but there's this group of like every school has the group of weird kids that like wears clothes. <laughs> okay, so let me drop this story. So, my dad went to a, like a Labor Day work party with his co workers, and like it was like, bring your family. And Brooke was working, um, our oldest sister Amanda was working, I was maybe like 14. And the only reason they got me to go was because the host, the coworker that was hosting it had a daughter who was 16. And my dad was like, oh, it'd be a good opportunity for you to make some friends. Not that I like this was my hometown. So I had friends. So it wasn't like that they were trying to make me have new friends or whatever. They were like, like, it'd be good. Like, you'll have someone to hang out with at this party. So I was like, "Okay, like, I'll go. And like, I'm like clinging to my mom the entire time. And then the daughter comes down with this girl that we went, that Brooke went to high school with. And they're like, do you want to come hang out with us? Like we're up in so-and-so's room and we're just like hanging out and talking. And I was like, sure. Like I'll go up there with you guys. And I should not have gone up there because <laughs> they were like really weird. <laughs> And I was uncomfortable the entire time. What were they doing him? 
they were like saying they were vampires and that they were like gonna suck my blood and that they were like planning to suck these other people's bloods and the entire time I'm like texting my mom on my flip phone I'm like please come get me I don't know my way out of this house I don't know how I got up here like they led me up here I don't know the directions to get back out side on my own and she was like Emily you're being dramatic cut it out she's like you're being rude and I'm like standing in the corner not talking to any of them I'm like this is uncomfortable can I please leave I'm texting Brooke I'm like I'm hanging out with literal vampires if I die you can have all my stuff don't sell any of them eBay oh my god I was so scared I was trapped up there for like an hour and a half and then finally mom was like all right I'm coming up to get you we're gonna leave now I was like fucking praise Jesus Lord have mercy I was I'm about to bust I was fucking scared (laughs) that's the story of how Emily almost got human sacrifice that's amazing like they were like straight up like talking about like and I don't want to like like uh villainize like Wiccans and like vampires people who like like that kind of stuff because like that's not what I'm trying to do but like they were fucking going in and like (laughs) casting spells saying they were vampires and I was like yep no I've seen enough and I don't like what I see (laughs) so (sighs) that's a no for me dog I'm that's amazing (laughs) but yeah so that was scary I forgot that even happened thanks bro (laughs) you're welcome for reminding you Some examples of vampires in pop culture include obviously Bram Stoker's novel Dracula and the movie that stemmed from it. Also the vampires from Twilight. Also, I was team Jacob, so fuck them. Um, Even though I am, are you really? Yeah, I thought he was hot. (laughs) (laughs) He was fucking shark boy. Hot with the capital T. Yeah oh man the horror film 30 days of night which is fucking terrifying Terrifying. you've never seen it i highly recommend it i think it's on amazon prime um you will not go outside for myself for the longest time after that yeah i did not either (laughs) and perhaps one of my favorites is from the iconic movie scooby-doo in the ghoul school sabella thanks a lot shaggy (laughs) thanks a lot shaggy i actually have a quote i'm going to read oh god sabella these two are even better than we are they are a little strange daddy but they're fantastic teachers we just talk about how sexual sabella is yeah why did they sexualize her so much she's a child was they really she did. She was the sex icon of that movie. <clears throat> She's a child. And Winnie was the butch. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, Elsa Frankenstein was. <laughs> Elsa Frankenstein. Elsa Frankenstein is- and Winnie were a lesbian couple. <laughs> Don't pay me. Accurate. Yeah. And Sabella was low-key fucking all of the boys from Oh yeah, she was. <laughs> Barton Prepper, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> and Fanny was just fucking doing her own thing hashtag me and he was the karen of the group from mean girls yeah. <laughs> literally just running into all like <laughs> thank you like same sis whatever oh, she was when i want some and then tannis is me just yeah, kidding i'm probably mean. sabella yeah you're sabella honey <laughs> um let me finish this pop culture section out real quick 
So vampires can also obviously be seen in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I don't even know if I've ever seen. Um, True Blood and The Vampire Diaries. Buffy, iconic. True Blood, never seen. Vampire Diaries was iconic for like the first three seasons. (laughs) Vampire Diaries got old. Yeah, it did. And now time for a Boo Crew moment. The ticket pays for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. (laughs) Mine's a little true crime about um, the Candyman. It's not what you think, though. It's not what you think. So Timothy and his sister Elizabeth anxiously waited for their dad to get home from work. It was October 31st, Halloween, and they were so excited to go trick-or-treating. As soon as they heard the doorknob turn, they rushed to him at the door as he walked through, still clad in white optician's coat. Ronald rounded up his young children and he went out trick-or-treating, remembering the times when he went trick-or-treating, now wondering, how did I get this old? As he was walking his kids down the street, he accompanied his children to their first stop of the night on Donner Rail Drive. He rang the doorbell. Nothing. The owner, taking much too long to answer the door, caused the children to impatiently run to the house next door, leaving their dad in the dust. When Ronald finally caught up with the kids, he was sporting five giant pixie sticks. The children all greedily grabbed for the neon sticks of sugar, but Ronald promised he would distribute the candy among the kid children when they got back to the house. After all, he was the one who waited. It was late when they got home and Ronald had to get the kids ready for bed, but before he fell asleep, Timothy requested a treat from his delicious haul. He chose the crown jewel, a 22-inch giant pixie stick. The sugar had stiffened some in the tube, so Ronald hopefully rolled the candy between his hands to loosen the contents for Timothy. The child hurriedly poured the confection into his mouth. Timothy recoiled. It didn't taste like it was supposed to. In fact, it tasted awful. Dad jumped up. Ronald ran to get some Kool-Aid for his son to wash out the bad taste, but the Kool-Aid didn't make it very far. Timothy immediately started vomiting and convulsing. When the ambulance finally arrived, they found Ronald holding Timothy as he foamed from the mouth. Less than an hour later, Timothy was pronounced dead at the hospital. An autopsy revealed that the eight-year-old had died from a fatal dose of cyanide. The top two inches of the giant pixie stick Timothy had prized so much contained a dosage of cyanide that was enough to kill two adults. Thankfully, the other poisoned pixie stick remained untouched. Ronald sobbed. What monster was handing out this to children? He told the police officers vaguely remembered getting the candy from Donner Rail Drive. He didn't get a look at the owner and he only saw a hairy arm. When police arrived, they questioned the Melvins, but they were confounded when they learned Mr. Melvin didn't return home from work until 1030 that night on Halloween. And Miss Melvin had stopped answering the door when she ran out of candy at 645. That's before Ronald said he was there, not to mention the name of the candy Mrs. Melvin gave out that night were not pixie sticks. Police interrogated the entire neighborhood, but still couldn't find the source of the deadly candy. The dad, who had watched his children rush to his legs to say, please, dad, let's go. It's Halloween, was beside himself. He was already having a terrible year, and his son's death appeared to push him over the edge with grief. He was $100,000 in debt, eight months behind in car payments, and was being threatened with repossession. He held 21 jobs in the last 10 years, and he was struggling hard to keep his latest optician gig. Police discovered that Ronald had taken out life insurance policies on his children in the months preceding Timothy's death. In January, he had taken out $10,000 life insurance policies on both of his children one month before Timothy's death. Ronald took out an additional 20,000 policies on both children, despite the objections of his life insurance agency. In the days preceding Timothy's death, Ronald had taken out yet another 20 grand 
policy on each child. That various policies total approximately to 60 grand. Ronald's wife told police multiple times that she didn't know about the insurance policies on the children's lives, but she must have been horrified to discover that Ronald had called the insurance agency in the morning, mere hours after his son's death, to ask about collecting on his son's policies. Oh, shit. So was he arrested? Gary. <laughs> I just had to take a breath for a second. Oh, fuck. I'm almost done. Oh, I was going to say, that's the end. <laughs> Ronald was a man who had never had a parking ticket in his life. By all counts, he was a dedicated father and devout member of the Second Baptist Church, but it only took a jury 40, 46 minutes to find Ronald guilty of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. Holy Ronald didn't kill just his own son. He is the man responsible for killing Halloween for generations of children yet to be born. He's the reason we had to go to the hospital to x-ray our candy and treats. He's the reason we could no longer have popcorn balls or candied apples. That Ronald Clark O'Brien, also known as the Candyman, by his fellow death row inmates, successfully perpetuated the decades-old myth that some despicable, vile people violate Snickers and Milky Way bars uh, with the intent on mercilessly killing innocent children. The truth is, and you should know this Halloween, police have never documented an actual case of anyone randomly distributing poison goodies to children on Halloween. There is no madman giving out apples with razors or arsenic laced Twix, but in 1974, there was one monster who deliberately put cyanide in a pixie stick. His victim wasn't random. His victim was his own child. So this Halloween, know that life insurance, while a wonderful set to your family when the worst happens, is also a terrible motive for murder. You should also know that it's most likely safe to let your kids eat their candy. While I would tell you definitely be as safe as possible, it might be a little unfair to scare them with urban legends that just aren't true, but I wouldn't tell that tell them about timothy either Please. i feel I like actually, emily was low-key obsessed with pixie sticks oh i yeah. fucking was i fucking love pixie sticks Are you kidding? <laughs> i watched a documentary on that case a while ago yeah it's it very interesting a, i think it was a forensic files from not yeah i think i remember that um, i'm just like there's i don't even know how he was thought he was going to get away with it right yeah, i don't either hmm. you're dumb did you your don't. parents like severely like check your candy when we were little? Because ours did. Yeah. Ours um, like literally cut ours yeah. in half. Yeah. Like mom dumped it out on the table mm-hmm. and like picked up every piece and like. We only mm-hmm. went trick-or-treating at people's houses that we knew. We knew. Yeah. That's how it was for us too. A lot of kids don't even go trick-or-treating in neighborhoods. They go straight yeah. to the mall. Yeah. I, yeah I think Halloween is just different than it used to be when we were kids. And even then it was different than it used to be when our parents were kids yeah which is sad but it's because the world's an unsafe filthy hellhole because people are sociopaths but anyway if you're a sociopath frick you you are (laughs) so do we want to go into final thoughts yeah babes so do you guys believe vampires werewolves and zombies are real I think that werewolves and vampires are real. Zombies, I'm a little unsure about. Yeah, I am the same way. I agree. So next, which one of the three would you rather be? I would be a vampire one, though. I want to suck on people. (laughs) Oh, kinky. Jack, did you hear that? (laughs) Sucking kinks. (laughs) Watch out, Jack. She's going to suck your blood. I'd be a werewolf. Same, because I think we've already established that I'm a wolf girl. (laughs) And they can, okay, so depending on which version you're choosing to follow here, 
they either only transform on the full moon or they have control over when they transform. How fucking cool is that? Okay, that is kind of cool. And we all know that I love the moon. And final question. Fuck, marry, or kill each of the three. One of the three. Like, you know. Between the three. Between the three. Okay. Kills zombies. You want to go first? I know what I'm saying. Fuck a werewolf. That's bestiality. Marry (laughs) a vampire. Okay. I would say kill a zombie because they're fucking disgusting. They're literally a rotting corpse. Agreed. Fuck a vampire because they can only go out at nighttime. And I'm sorry, but that's lame. (laughs) And then marry a werewolf because they're iconic and I love them. I agree. You see, I think a vampire would treat his wife like a queen. And a fucking werewolf will fuck your brains out. That's just <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was my move. You said the opposite. You want to marry a werewolf. Yeah, but they can fuck still fuck She can get that all the time. Out, she's yeah. married to the werewolf. No, you're just married. You don't fuck them. This is a, this yeah. is a one no, 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 Emily. No. <laughs> if you're married, you can do whatever the fuck you want with them. Whatever. <laughs> oh. That was, that, was a, that was a jump scare. <laughs> no, you know it was a jump scare. That movie Benjamin made us watch and sing. <laughs> I forgot about that. No, we was all called, screamed. Wait, it was called the host, right? It was like yeah, like host or something like that. It was great. We all screamed so loud at the end. Those girls that were upstairs in our Airbnb were probably like, "What the fuck is wrong with these weirdos?" <laughs> but like, like I've heard Emily like, sc- I've heard Emily scream. I scream all the time, but I've never heard B- Brooke scream at a scary movie. You and that's so loud. <laughs> it jump scared me, and I was tired, and everybody screamed, and the loud noise scared me. So <laughs> She never screams. I swear to God, Emily levitated off the floor. <laughs> I literally turned around so quick and sat the fuck up. I was like, fucking, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you were laying in bed. And she went, I need to go to the bathroom and brush my teeth. And you need to come with me because I'm scared. And then the TV in our room wouldn't work. So it was quiet in there. And I was just laying there thinking about all my thoughts for the whole fucking night. <laughs> I passed the fuck out. I made Benji sleep with the light on. Did you really? Yeah. I was like, nope, this is staying on. What are your thoughts on today's topic? Did we miss anything? We would love to hear from you, so please DM us. Don't forget to give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at boo.busters.podcast. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, tell a friend. Tell them to hop on the Boo Crew train. (laughs) Choo-choo. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Peace out, motherfuckers.